Hello there and a very warm welcome to a special episode of the World Football Index podcast. I'm your host Neil Shalat and I'm delighted to say that today I'll be speaking to Riyasat Khaton. Hello Riyasat, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Hope you too. Yep, yep, all good as well. So, uh for the uninitiated, uh, Riyasat is uh, a professional uh, b- footballer from Bangladesh who is the first Bangladeshi footballer to play in a top flight european side as well as being the first bangladeshi footballer to play uh, professionally in south america so it's i think it's safe to say he's had a very interesting and and unique career so we'll be just chatting to him in this episode about about his experiences in in various parts of the world and and uh, what what it's been like playing for all all these various sides in various leagues so uh, riyas i i think let's get started of course at the very start now I read that uh, you and your family moved uh, from uh, from Bangladesh to Germany when you were aged 5 so I'm just wondering if you have any memories of that or you know what are your first memories of moving to Germany um I was like too small but I still remember a few things um like as I, uh, as you as you said uh, when I was 5 or 6 we moved to Germany and um at first we lived in the refugee camp and um there i started to play also football um there was a football field and all the refugee kids we were playing football all the day and later i continued in school and from there in small local club like this uh, i continued then step by step and and how is that like how is um, youth football your experience in youth football in germany like because i, I saw of course you uh, I think started at at least online the first club that we can find for you is Freiburg FC and then the youth team of uh, SC Freiburg the, the now the Bundesliga club. So, how, what were your experiences like playing for for those youth teams? Um, yes, uh, German football is uh, the youth is very good. Um, uh, as I said, um, I started to play at first in the refugee camp and school, and then for the local club Freiburg FC first. And there, um, the scouts um, contacted me when I was 14 or 15, I think, from SC Freiburg, the Bundesliga side. And I jo- and then I joined the academy of SC Freiburg, and there I played with uh, a lot of players who played later Bundesliga, like Ömer Toprak or um, from uh, Oliver Baumann, the goalkeeper and captain from Hoffenheim. And many others, and also against other players who won won later the World Cup and big trophies like uh, Thomas Müller and uh, many others who played later Bundesliga, Champions League, national team, and whatever. Ah, well, that, that's good. That's why. So, I... so basically, everyone who was born 1988, 1989, yeah. and 1990, and who played later in Bundesliga or other big clubs and teams. I played against them. Yeah, but but I'm sure that must have been great. And I I also wanted to sort of get your perspective on how you found you know coming up the the German youth football ranks as someone from South Asia because of course we know that in Europe there are I mean like the the South Asian community is certainly very significant, but within the professional football side we see very few you know South Asian kids coming through academy, South Asian professional players. So I'm just wondering what it was like for you through the academies did you see many fellow south asian kids or uh, what was that experience like 
No, in my time, now I think it's changing, but uh, in my time there was nobody from South Asia uh, because I think it's a thing of culture. The parents, they wanted uh, the kids becoming doctor or engineer and uh, like this, and uh, sport is not uh, very popular in uh, South Asian community, but now it's changing. There is more and more South Asian kids playing in the academies or even professional football. So I think in the next 10, 15 years, there will be a lot of uh, talented South Asian boys and girls in professional, uh, top professional leagues. Certainly, certainly. But, but then you mentioned that, uh, I just wondering, in your case, you know, when was it that you sort of decided that you wanted to be a professional footballer? And of course, what was, what was your family's reaction to that? Uh, yes, like when I was already seven, eight, uh, it was I decided already, or it was a dream to play professional football. And luckily, my family supported me always. But um, for them, it was also important that I have a good education and that I finish my school, college, and all this. So um, I did uh, both. Um, I tr- I tried to stay also focused on my um, education at the same time. So, so did, did you uh, start your senior career after graduating or were you also playing for like the senior sides while studying? Uh, no, professional football I started with after graduating. But it's anyway in Germany, in the academies, uh, for the academies, it's very important. The players uh, are also good in the school. So they take care good of this. Um, they don't allow you to be just focused on football. It's very important for them that um, the uh, the boys and girls they are also focused in, on school and they have good um, uh, education. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good, right? So, so then let's talk about you know starting your uh, senior career. So, of course, you you started out in uh, the the lower tiers of of German football. So, h- how did you find that? I think you spent um, what I think about three odd years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, after three, four years I played, or until 23, I think, or 24 even, I played in the 4th and 5th division in Germany, which is very good. The level is very good. Um, it's it's better than even a lot of premier division around the world. Even the 5th division in Germany is, or uh, Germany or UK, especially these two countries, the lower divisions are very good and very professional. But um, as a kid, you're dreaming to play in the first Bundesliga or second Bundesliga at least. So I felt like um, I'm missing something. And uh, I get older and I had a lot of problem with injury. And after 23, 24, it's very hard um, to go higher if you if you are just stuck in the fourth, fifth division. Um, because these divisions, this fourth and fifth, fifth divisions, is um, especially for young and very talented players. Actually, almost every player who plays second division, first division, or third division, they starting at first in the fourth and fifth division in Germany. But um, yes, if you can't make it uh, with 22, 23, 24, it's very hard. So then I decided to leave Germany and try something new. Yeah, then, then, then let's talk about that then. I think you, your first move, so you go uh, to the Philippines, right? Um, yes, exactly. So so I think, first of all, like how did that come about? And and of course, what was that like? 
Um, yeah, as I said, I was very disappointed um, because uh, I, I was playing professional football in Germany, but um, I was dreaming, of course, of first or second Bundesliga, especially a lot of uh, ex-team players or players I, I played against them. They, I saw them playing in the top divisions and playing in national team and all this. So it was very disappointing for me. So then um, I tried to find something new and uh, luckily an agent from Asia contacted me and asked me if I'm interested to play in the Philippines or other countries in Asia um, because I have advantage of my Bangladeshi passport so yeah. uh, they don't count me as a foreigner. Um, so that uh, that was the first steps and um, he organized me a club in the Philippines after. So, so how 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 was the experience playing there? How 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 was sort of the league like? And and I suppose what did you learn from there? The life was great there. The country is <laughs> very nice, but uh, the football is uh, not good. To be honest, the people, everybody, very nice, and I love the time in the Philippines. But the the football, if I compare with Germany, it was like maybe sixth division, seventh division, something like this. So yeah, the level was not really good. But it was not important for me at the, at this moment. For me, it was important to see something new and to uh, have a different experience because um, I spent my whole childhood uh, for football, and I felt like uh, after I felt like I wasted uh, my time and my life. So I wanted to have some other experience. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> As you said, I think it must have been good fun in the Philippines. But, but then you moved uh, to to a couple of clubs in in the UK. Um, yeah. So, so how again? How did that come about? And and how was that like? I think one of those you couldn't play for because of injury. Uh, yeah. But, exactly. But uh, how was that like? Yeah, as I said, like uh, in Philippines, the level was very bad, to be honest, and so I I was missing real football. I can say. <laughs> And um, Europe is, of course, different. And so I moved back to uh, Germany first. And I, I had a friend uh, who who had good connections with the club, in, especially in UK. And uh, he organized me trials. And I was there and uh, I could impress them. And uh, they signed me. And the level in UK was very good um, because I played there with uh, boys who played in even in English Premier League uh, or, sec, uh, or the um, championship, which is the second uh, league in uh, England. And they played a, a lot of boys. Uh, they played in academies or even professional leagues in England. So the level was very good, but the life was not good there. <laughs> not like in the Philippines. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. uh, yeah, you got to give something to get something else. But then, uh, yeah. of course, there in, I think in 2018, when you moved to, the Welsh Premier League, you became yeah. uh, the, the first, uh, w- w- when you made your debut, you became the first Bangladeshi uh, footballer to to play in a top flight uh, European match. So I think, what, how, what was that like? How did, how did that feel for you? Uh, yeah, it was, it's of course a great memory and it's something um, which will last forever. And um, after that, uh, all the Bangladeshi big media channels and newspapers and all this, they contacted me and they wrote. And um, yeah, so it was uh, crazy because I guess uh, my social media was full <laughs> with messages from Bangla- uh, from people from Bangladesh, but also from Bangladeshi 
all over the world, from UK, from America, and I don't know. So, yeah, but but then let let's also talk about your time with the the Bangladesh national team because I think that was a couple of years before uh, your yeah. your debut. But I know you'd been called up a couple of times. So, what was what was that experience like? I I think you I don't think you made your you know like debut. but i think you were called up if i'm not mistaken twice so just just wondering how, how did that feel like obviously to go, to go back to bangladesh and you know at that time since you hadn't made that debut i'm guessing you probably weren't as popular as you might be if you go now yeah um like uh, the first time um, i couldn't play because um because of my, uh, passport problems at this ah. time uh, the first time i didn't have the bangladeshi passport i had just the german passport and the second time unfortunately i get injured but i played uh, t- uh, two uh, two games but it was not uh, officially fifa games it was um, like unofficially games right. in thailand um, yeah and after this um, unfortunately the coach uh, they kicked out the, the dutch coach he was a, the dutch guy and um, i get injured and so the contact was uh, broke or there was no more contact after this and later there was contact uh, with another coach again but uh, unfortunately they kicked them out after i don't know two three months or something um, yeah in bangladesh the situation is a little bit hard for the coaches they mm-hmm. they change the coaches i don't know every few months and um, yeah so it's a little bit crazy but, but but what was it like in terms of like the reception you got from from like the fans or, or... you know the people there because i i'm just wondering because at that time you were still probably in in germany mostly um in the, so like did did a lot of people know about you the fact that you you were playing there or or what was that like uh, yeah the the football fans in bangladesh um, they know me i think like a lot of them because uh, they wrote me also in social media and uh, yes but um like unfortunately they changed too much the coaches and every coach has of course different plans different style of playing and different uh, they choose different players so yeah the, the situation was a little bit unlucky yeah. and um, i'm not playing in the bangladeshi league that was another problem yeah because um, there there was offers from bangladeshi lo- uh, uh, from bangladeshi premier division uh, clubs but um, no for me um, it was uh, i can't imagine to play there so uh, i think it would be uh, it um, it would be easier if i play there in the premier division to um, th- then they will s- uh, select me i think for the national team or the chances would be higher but um, yeah the life and everything um, yeah i i choose not to uh, go there right so, so, so i think let's let's get back to your club career then because afterwards of course you moved to to albania so yeah i think i think you spent about a, a season or so there So yeah, half season. Yeah, half of season. So, so what was that like? How did that come about? Um, like um, I had unfortunately a lot of problems with injury all my career, and um, I was actually I decided to finish my career because my because of my need. It's uh, I had two operations, and after I thought I will never play football again. and so i had a break more than one year and um after this um luckily i felt good and uh, i decided to start again and albania was the right place because i thought uh, there i can get fit again and have some game time and all this um yeah because uh, 
um, I didn't see any other options at the moment and Albania was the only option and uh, so I decided to go there and play half season and it was it was okay it was good the level in Albania is good like in everywhere in Europe nowadays the level is good actually yeah um, but uh, there is a lot of corruption <laughs> unfortunately going there is uh, a lot of very talented boys in Albania but um, yeah the clubs unfortunately inside the club there is a lot of corruption yeah well i mean i think that's a story familiar in in lots of parts of the world sadly but yeah. but, but after that you moved uh, to i think the venezuelan second tier to rayo suliano yeah. if i'm not wrong yes so exactly how, so i mean how again how did that come because that's a big big switch <laughs> from you know albania to venezuela yeah like um after i decided to live uh, germany my dream was to play in every continent football mm. and so after europe and asia uh, i was searching for something new and um, i just wrote them on social media and uh, luckily they showed interest and i sent them my cv video and all this stuff and uh, luckily they decided to sign me so yeah that was very easy actually <laughs> but then but then let's talk about that then if i think the first professional footballer to play in every continent was Lutz Panashil, if I'm not wrong. Exactly. Yes, so, exactly. So you, you, you want to follow the Lutz? So, so what, what do you have left? I think you have North America, Africa, and Australia, right? Yes, uh, exactly. Um, exactly. Like, uh, as a kid, my idols was Zidane, Ronaldo, or I don't know, like, these big players. But later, my idols became, like, Lutz Van Steel. <laughs> and, like, uh, exotic guys, like, like, like them and um, yes it's my goal i'm 33 now uh, let's see i if, if if i stay fit maybe i can play in every continent in the top division lutz van still played in every continent but not in the top division in every ah. continent as as i know he played professional in every continent but I, uh, as i know there is no player uh, so far who played in every in a, every continent in the top division so that's my goal <laughs> Well, maybe I, it's not. I, th- I think you heard it here first. I think you know if if you're a top flight club in you know North America, Africa, or Australia, then I guess they should reach yeah, out to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But um, yes, uh, it's uh, unfortunately I'm already 33, soon 34. <laughs> the time is running, and I hope I will find now at first uh, in South America again something in the top division. Yeah. So then Africa, North America, and. Uh, Australia, Oceania, is yeah. But South America is the hardest. hardest yeah, certainly. One. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you know probably as you know Oceania certainly you can get something if you. Yeah, it's uh, exactly. But uh, Oceania or Africa, I, I think it will be not a problem. North America also, but uh, yeah, South America, Central American t- nations probably. Yeah, but South America. Yeah. Is, well, I, I, I guess then you know that answers probably the question about what 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 you're thinking about doing. In in the near future, but also just wondering, what what are your sort of goals or or aspirations after your you know playing career ends? Do you, do you have anything in mind? Maybe coaching? yeah, I, uh, yeah, exactly. I I I will definitely stay in football. Um, I did already my um, UEFA B license coaching, ah. uh, and uh, after I finish my career, I will continue with the license, and I will do the A license, and I will try also to do the uh, pro license. 
And um, yeah, and I did also already some internship in some clubs in Germany, in professional clubs, and also in some agencies. So the plan is to stay uh, in football definitely as a coach or agent or I don't know. I will see this, but um, I think as a coach, I will continue later. Definitely. Certainly, certainly. Well, I, th- I think that's great. I think I think that's that's about it for uh, for what I've got. It was it was really a pleasure talking to you and and going through you know all, all the experiences you've had. And I absolutely do hope that you, you manage to become the first player <laughs> to play in, in the top flight in in you know all the continents. So all the very best for that. And and thank you very much for for joining us. Uh, and thanks to you, listener, for tuning in. We'll 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 certainly have uh an- another such episode lined up soon. So do stay tuned uh, and take care. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>